0: Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help us cope. In this world, wherever we roam, ancient words will guide us home. Ancient life. Savior of destiny, to sport ministry. In construction with give experience revival level, introduce to you God's Word. Uh, which is able to save and give the eternal inheritance through God's servant, particular God's God bless you
1: as you listen. Our oh Father, we plead with you again as we have come to share fellowship with you. Lord, we ask in your fullness, O oh Lord, to dwell with us. We ask in your fullness, reach out to us. Encounter your people individually and collectively. We ask so that by the time we are living, We say, indeed, our heart was burning us, even when we are hearing Him in the name of Jesus. Thank you for calling us out of darkness into Your marvelous light. Thank you for calling us into fellowship with the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Today we are going to be discussing on when Abraham missed the understanding of what God offered him. We need to discover what he went through in life. How did he come forth again? So it's not just a thing we just read the Bible. We need to have a proper understanding of what actually played out. A clear understanding. Because it will help us. It's all about understanding if we are serving the Lord. If we must get good results, perfect understanding is very important. Honestly speaking. Between the man who is succeeding and the one that is not. is understanding. When there is no good understanding. You will struggle more. But God will not let us struggle. He will give us a perfect understanding. In Jesus most precious name. Genesis chapter 16. Genesis 16. I will read from 1 to 6. Then 16. Praise God. Now Sarai, Abraham's wife bear him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Two, Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. Three, and Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram, had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. four, and he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between me and thee. Six. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fleed. Let's go to 16. And Abram, was four score and 60 years old when Hagar the Ishmael to Abraham please note that verse 16 we we'll use it to look at the number of years that he actually struggled hallelujah praise god now we start from here then later we we'll join Genesis 17:1 to 2 then 10 to 11 then 24 and Genesis 22, 2 to 5, then 16 to 18 that we intend to study today. Are we saying amen? amen? Now we began to study. We want to take our time to actually study this scripture so that we can get every bit of what God wants us to get, even in this study today. Now look at Genesis 16 from 1. Sarai, Abraham's wife, bear him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian whose name was Haggai. So that's where the issue started from. Because she had no children, that's where the whole thing started. And look at that again, that's the thing that I asked you to look at. As of then, Abraham was four score six. That is 86 years old. 86 years old. Abraham was then 86 years old. Can we guess how old was Sarah as of that time? How old was Sarah? Abraham 86. How old was Sarah? Because when Abraham was 100, she was what? 90. (laughs) So what you need to do is to do what? 10. Did somebody understand the arithmetic? So minus 10. And you get what? 76. So she was 76 now we are studying at 76 years old when can you say that abraham married her we are trying to establish something and see whether this woman actually endured did she actually endure that's what we want to pick we are trying to pick something somebody is 76 years old now the husband is 86 years old and now we are trying to look at the incident that's caused her to even say, take my maid. And we try also to look at it, whether it is enough for her to suggest that. Why are we trying to trace this? So that you also can put yourself in the shoe of these people and see the judgment of God. And now not say to yourself, I have actually tried. It's very important to understand. Because from what we are looking at, how many of us can be able to endure to 46 years? Because if we are discussing this, many of us will say now, if we just jump it, we didn't think about it this way. You know, children of God can quickly judge and say, This Sarah said, Why should she be behaving like this? Can she just suggest that the husband should take the maid? If it's many of us would have suggested that even before we get to the age that they were there, because we would have closed our case and said our case has become more hopeless than that of sarah and that of abraham so looking at the time she actually got married you will discover that this woman might have stayed up to 50 years waiting patiently for the lord with all the prayers if it is the people of now there would have been so many night vigils, so many fasting and prayers so many visitation ministers of the gospel Then if it is not those that actually decided to stand for Christ, you would have seen there are so many concussions they would have drank. And so many things they would have done in order to get children. Because we know in this part of the world is the pride of women. Even when their husband is not troubling them. Even when their husband is saying all is well. They are troubled. Because they remember where we are coming from and all their mates. And where I am married. And the worst of all, if the family where the husband is coming from, there are other men there. Are you understanding that are the brothers? And the wives of those ones, they all have children. So the pressure will be increasing more and more. We are looking at what Sarah was passing through. We are looking at what she was passing through. What actually was the pressure that was behind her behaving that way? But at the same time, we still look at God who said no. Maybe he might have given all these excuses. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And look at verse 2 of that scripture. And Sarah said unto Abraham, Behold, now the Lord has restrained me from bearing. Is it true? You know at times there are pressures who pass through as children of God who conclude this might be what God is saying. The Lord has restrained me from bearing. And what was the next thing? Immediately she said saying that. I pray thee. What is the next word for I pray thee? I beg you. I plead with you. I pray thee. You can imagine when a woman is begging the husband. To take another woman. As wife. Hallelujah. Go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened unto the voice of Sarah. It may be. So, you can see very clear that actually she knew that when she said it may be. Is there any assurance in that? There was no single assurance in it. There's no backing of God. That actually God has spoken this, because what God has said to them is very clear. There's no confusion about it. There's no confusion about it. Remember, why we are treating that we needed to see so many things they pass through that might be the reason or enough excuse that somebody will give for him to walk away from God's original plan for his life that's why we are looking at it like many people have seen they will tell you 100 reasons they will give you so many excuses why it happened the way it happened but because they don't know the repercussion they don't know the pains they are going to bring to themselves they don't know the pains they are going to bring to themselves And that's why they try to reduce the standard of God. They try to go through another means to achieve that which God has said. As if God doesn't have the power to bring his word to fruition. Hallelujah. And we saw, she said, I pray thee, go unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain and look at another error. It may be that I may obtain. Is that true? When God was talking to Abraham, please, what did God say? Didn't God say to him, the child I'm talking about will come from where? From Sarah. It won't come from any other source. It's coming from Sarah. God never said, you have a child through Hagar. Do you know, in fact, I am Having that premonition that there was a pre-discussion between Sarah and Hagar before she even met Abraham. There must have been a pre-discussion. And she must have prevailed convincing Hagar before meeting Abraham. Somebody understand what I'm saying? Because it's not easy for the maid to just say, I have agreed to go and sleep with the master. In the first place, she would have thought that this is a setup. She would have thought this must be a setup. I must be very careful. She must have said, no ma, no ma, no ma. It won't happen. Sarah must have persisted many, many days before she could be able to now say. Her girl would have said, I think this is not a joke. This woman actually meant what she's asking of. Hallelujah. And she would have said also, but I have overheard them say that their God had promised. Remember the Hagar we are talking about is an Egyptian. And she's in their midst. I'm trying to show us the danger in what they did. That even the Egyptian is watching them. Is not your God faithfully again? What is this woman up to? (laughs) Where is she going to? Doesn't she understand what they call adultery? I am not legally married to this man. And you are asking me to go and sleep with him. Ah, where is the God of Israel again? Where is the God of Israel? So, I discover again, even as I study that, even in her heart, when she started despising the mistress, as she discovered that she has conceived, it wasn't that day. uh -uh, she had concluded that from the day she discovered that actually my mistress meant what she's asking. So what did you discover? Mockery has started, even ever before then. Mockery has started. Can we look at that too again? It says something. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain what? Children. She's not even talking about one. So, Sarah wasn't even planning that she should get one from Hagar. If it's why I Sarah I will get a child. his <laughs> children. She wants to keep Hagar. So that Hagar will become a machine that is producing what? Children. Children. For Sarah. Producing children for Sarah. And she now made a terrible mistake. Look at what she said. He said, it may be that I may obtain children. Are you understanding so, Hagar would have said, children, call. Children, yeah. <laughs> you, your body, my own children, will not be your children. It's not going to work. It won't work. Forget about that. Please, what is the reason why Sarah was doing all the things? Yes, she felt that God is delaying, yes. But there's just one reason she's doing other things. She needed a child, simple. And here, a child she needs, She's not even getting the child. And she thought she would get the child through that way. Did she get the child now? And look at the mockery she brought to the God of Israel. Look at the mockery she brought to the man of God. Look at the shame that she brought to herself. Ah, listen. It's like you're not understanding what I'm saying. It's a matter of Jesus' matter. So, for her eye, she thought that this is the fastest way for me to get this thing done so that I can have my rest. But she never knew that journey is a bar starting. Journey that she cannot be able to control again is a bad starting. She's just about entering into a journey. She thought that that one will be shortest one so that she can just rest. That is how it is. Children of God, whenever we Think we are smart. Not to wait for the Lord. When he has spoken to us, we want to try to get it through our own way. We just start another journey in our life. And we might not know. As of the time we are saying this, I'm just trying to tell you what I perceived that was happening. For Haggai, her guy, Haggai her guy has started mocking Sarah. Even when she was claiming the children, she has started mocking her. And look at what happened in three. And Sarah. Abraham's wife took Hagar. When they finished saying it. Did you hear the man say. Okay bring her or not. Please did you hear anything like that. From Abraham. So the man would just sit down. It's like I'm just trying to tell you what I'm perceiving. In my spirit. The man is still there thinking. Lo and behold. The wife much Hagar. I said dress well. Look very neat. He matched Hagar and they are moving. And they entered the man of God's room and he opened the door. My Lord. That's what he used to call Abraham, my Lord. He said, My Lord, take. Praise God. And somebody will quickly say, Ah, why didn't Abraham say no? I ask if it's you, will you say no? You will quickly say yes. That's why we started calculating how many years. Are you understanding what I'm saying? How many years? So for Abraham, if Hagar has stayed 46, abraham has stayed 56. little little thing that come to us don't you see how we quickly change little challenge little it has not even gotten to their own for some of the children of god how we quickly change for little challenge that comes to us it has not gotten to their own level and sarah offered Hagar, and abraham collected and look at four And he went in unto Hagar. Ah, that's where the whole thing started. He went in unto Hagar. And she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Now I ask you, did this spice start that day? Is it not what she conceived already? That she also produced. As soon as she discovered her conceived now. It is time to deal with this woman. In our smartness, we I think we now have it. That is when the whole thing will turn. So, can you imagine what do you think that Sarah was doing when she discovered that Hagar has conceived? Is it just happy? Big celebration. At least one of my babies has. And what do you think Hagar will be saying in her heart? Come and take. Go and deliver your own. At this point, when Sarah started discovering, am I dreaming? What am I seeing? She would have started pleading with her. My daughter, don't do that to me. My daughter, no. What happened? How oh, my daughter, please don't let others hear. Maybe as she say, My daughter, he said, please leave me, leave me. My Lord is calling me. He said, Sarah would have said, Which Lord has he got to, to this level? Listen, I want us to understand that is the greatest regret that if you are studying the scripture that you should have learned a long time for Sarah to wake up in the morning and conclude and say enough is enough and say to hell with a child. To hell with this child. To hell with this problem of mine. Listen to me. If she had succeeded, it would have been terrible. You would have seen that the promise of God for them would have been closed forever. Blessed be God that she didn't succeed. So, so many at times you might think you didn't succeed in the wrong way that you have choose to take for yourself. And God is watching you and say, actually, why I don't want you to succeed is to come back. It is when she now came back to her senses she could start seeing. He said, no, it won't be like this. Cast her out. She must live. With a child, no problem. I know I have played foolishness. Let a child go. Let everybody go. Look at the family that never knew any issue. Herself and Abraham have lived in peace for years. They have never quarreled. They never fought themselves because of child. Abraham never called her barren for one day. She never called Abraham impotent for one day. She kept calling him my Lord. And lo and behold, trouble started. Look at what she said in verses 5. And Sarah said unto Abraham, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid unto thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. And the Lord judged between me and thee. Is it the same Sarah? That used to call him my lord. Don't you see the way she's talking huh, to him now? There's there is fight. There is struggle. What brought all this? Because she was looking for help from the wrong side. Because they couldn't see God at their position. That inside him is what we are looking for. I can't make this costly mistake. It cannot be reversed again forever. Now Ishmael has been given birth to. Do you know many families they say. Where is Ishmael? We don't have Ishmael. For many families. The Ishmael that has been given birth to the heir, That is torturing the man. That is torturing the marriage. Torturing the family. Might be the Ishmael of anger. Bitterness. rudeness. Maybe the things that the man is supposed to get. He has not got it. But because she can see. That oh. Since he has become God's own. Since he have this possession called God, we have all. We have all. We are completing him. And you see some little, little nyakrins, complaints, murmuring. There's no peace there. There's fight every second, every minute. In order to still make the man important. If assuming the man is a minister of the gospel, how will he survive in such a home that Ishmael has been given birth to? war everywhere fight everywhere nagging everywhere who complain. nothing is happening here everything is upside down is this how I keep suffering is this how other people that marry suffer what kind of life is this is this how life should be Why is my life like this where is it upside down is ishmael you have given birth and most of the time you see they are the one that suggested it and the same heart that suggested is the one tormenting the man. now. The same heart that suggested is the one that is now tormenting the man. Is it not what you bargained for? Oh yeah, take the child. Take the child. The child she couldn't take. The maid she has lost. The peace of the home she has lost. Above all, they have lost also God their possession. For walking away from what God has commanded. That is what he gives to people. So when God brings this possession to us and says this is the greatest inheritance you have, why will not that be the source of our joy? Why will not that be the reason why we are celebrating? Why wouldn't that be the reason for every joy in the home? And even if another person wants to suggest and we we'll say no. Let's stay like this with him. We count him faithful. He can never fail us. He had never failed before. I will say an "Amen." So, it's a matter. Now look at that. He said, But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in your hand. Do to her as it pleased thee. And when Sarai did hardly with her, she fled from her face. She fled from her face. The home as of them was in disarray. This is a home that used to have peace overnight not following god not being content not being patient not waiting for the lord even with our last breath cause them such shame such sorrow such bitterness such disgrace such regret look at the humiliation that Hagar would have even gone to the street and be telling them they will ask her where are you going sarah's mistress say my mistress has asked me to leave after i finish giving birth they want to claim my child they want to claim my child they want to claim me. she don't want to give birth to her own child she wants to claim my child you thought it's as easy as you think is that not what will be happening somebody would have said come and stay with us that's how other old woman have told her she's old she can't give birth to children. but who caused it is it not her the child she was looking for she couldn't get well, you thought when she'll be talking to Haga, Haga will close her mouth is a lie. Hagar said, I'm a co-inheritor here. After all, I'm the one that have a child. If it is this part of the world, you will understand what I'm saying. By the time she's pregnant, she'll go to the mother-in-law. Mother-in-law say, I don't know. I can't agree. It won't be possible. They will gather the people in the village and say, Abraham, this girl must come back. Must come back to this house. Must come back. Sarah would have died there. Only sorrow would have killed her. Blessed be God for Abraham. Blessed be God who intervened when the trouble became so loud. And God said, no. Let the child of the born woman go. They cannot co-inherit the child of the promise. If not God, it is difficult. In the sight of men, see no wicked judgment. After you meet me, maybe she was still a virgin. The husband is virgin her, impregnant her. Now you are telling her to carry the child and go. Is it no wickedness? What do you think all the people around say? Wouldn't they say this woman you are wicked? Though? If they tell them the true story, wouldn't they say you are wicked? Though? Why? She was looking for something outside. God. She never want to be satisfied with God alone. She don't want to say, "God, you are my inheritance. In you is everything that I have, everything that I need." is our inheritance, our greatest inheritance. Go and ask many people who walked away from Him and start looking elsewhere. They sorrow the past wrong. So we saw the sorrow that Sarah. And Abraham passed through. We saw from that time. That Abraham was 86 years old. Do you know. God left him. He was confused. Let's quickly see another scripture. Genesis 17. 1-2. When Abraham was 90 years old and 9. The Lord appeared to Abraham. And said unto him. I am the almighty God. Walk before me. And be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. Walk before me and be perfect. What year, please? 99. 86. That was when he impregnated Hagar. Now 99. Calculate it. Is it not 13 years? So God's walk with Abraham was cut off from that time. The next time God appeared, he was 99. How many years remaining for him to be 100? One year. And God returned back to him and said to him now, Abraham, walk ye before me and be ye perfect. For me, my covenant with you is standing strong. For me, my covenant with you is still standing strong. Walk with me and be perfect blessed be god who has spoken to abraham and said to him listen this time around not coming for play i am coming for serious business it is true you have caused trouble and that trouble will be forever there's nothing you can do about it again have you seen the danger in one ever walking away from god we might think that it's just ordinary thing like many has told us. It is true that when you commit a sin, you go to God and ask for forgiveness. Yes, God will forgive you. But may I announce to somebody here that even as God finish forgiving, God have forgiven, it is true. But do you know, after he have forgiven, most of the times he peg the man. He will peg him. The man will be saying, hey, why? Let's move, let's move, let's move. God will say, wait. He says, it means you have not forgiven He said, no, I'll forgive you. But wait. He'll be watching you. Can I commit something serious in the hand of this man? Can I still walk with this man? And as he's doing this, time is going. That was exactly what happened to Abraham. God was looking at him very closely. How? abraham ah how did you descend so low to sleep with your maid no 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 i must really look at you very closely before we continue this work if i should commit this kind of a thing i want to do with you into your hand like this be a problem so most of times we think it's a joke like many religious people have torn god's world as if it's just a joke so what did you understand that they are now making caricature of the grace of god that god has said if you commit sin you should do what confess but the same god said if you commit sin confess and forsake the sin that is when we can walk that was what god wanted to achieve in the life of abraham God looked at the man and wanted to know. Now, it's true you have confessed. It is true you have done what is wrong. But did you see the repercussion? You have given birth to Ishmael. Do you know this Ishmael will remain? Are you not seeing how they are killing us? Are you not seeing how they are burning churches? There are certain sins you will commit. There are certain things you will do in your work with God that will keep speaking. It will keep speaking. Until the day you leave this earth. It will leave you with regret. Forever. Even when God said I have forgiven you. The man called David. One of the things he desired so much. Was to build for the Lord. Did he build? Who didn't allow him to build? God said you can't build. For me I have forgiven you. But don't go that side. Don't make me remember again. Don't just go that side let your son do that one just clear from that area can somebody say he had not forgiven him but did you see he pegged him from what he desired so much who said everything they would have used to build the temple he made it available but god said don't touch the temple you won't build you will not build for me you can't build for me is it because today anything goes in the church it says grace. The blood of Jesus has covered you. Who told them that? I ask you, who told them that? And that is why they have bastardized grace. They have bastardized grace. And that is why nobody wants ever to be serious with God anymore. For God to return back to Abraham. He wanted to know. This man, can we walk like that again? Look at what God did. God said to him, Abraham. Walk that before me. Be perfect. For me, my covenant with you is to stay standing. But wait. There is something that made you to behave that way that you behaved. We must settle it. If I must work with you. If I will work with you. That thing that made you to quickly collect Hagar. After I have said something to you. And your wife offered you Hagar. Because you see she stays fresh. You quickly enter. And produce Ishmael. If we don't deal with it, forget about it. Verse 10 of Genesis 17. God immediately raised the issue. And said, let's treat this issue. That is where the problem is. That is the source of Ishmael. And that's why I said, let Ishmael do what? Go. Ishmael is not a child of promise. Why? Because of how he came. Because of where he came from. He cannot coexist with this same child. I have promised. The child that I promised will still come. And it's coming from this your wife Sarah. But before then, let's settle the matter. Let's settle the matter. Look at verse 10 of Genesis 17. Genesis 17 verse 10. This is my covenant. Do you remember what he said to him? For me, my covenant with you still stands. And he now said to him in verse 10, This is what? the covenant please are you following me he said this is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and i see it after thee every man child among you shall be circumcised every man child among you shall be circumcised 11 and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin." and it shall be a token to the covenant betwixt me and you then abraham was 99 years old and god was telling a man of 99 years old to be circumcised god did not look at him and say this man is old he can die if we go to circumcise this man he might die 99 god said you'll be circumcised they will use knife and circumcise you well 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 All the male child in your home must be circumcised from the first one to the last one. Even the mate. No one will escape circumcision. If my work with you will ever make any sense. If I will ever achieve what I want to achieve through you. I have made a promise. But for me, that promise is standing. But this is how it can be a reality. It cannot be a reality. If we overlook this, you will produce another Ishmael. Another Ishmael will say, there is something in you that moves you. There is something in you that makes you not to obey my instructions. There is something in you, if we can't deal with it, you will still be producing Ishmael. Whether spiritual Ishmael, whether physical Ishmael, you will be producing it. Until that is being discovered and we deal with it and what is that you must be circumcised you must be circumcised you know how painful it is for a man of 99 years to submit himself for circumcision how painful it is i have been privileged to watch where they are circumcising children not once not two times not three times anytime i arrive, if i feel like watching because that's what my wife does so at times if i stay there circumcising children at that time. i say he used be she would tell me, if you leave the skin, if you didn't scrape it out very well, it will grow. I have been wondering, how does the flesh grow? How does it grow? She would tell me, it will grow back and cover the surface again. As if the child was not circumcised. They have to take the child for second circumcision. And that is where I discovered that many children of God, what has made them to still be producing Ishmael is because many of them never allowed a proper circumcision because of the pains. They refused proper circumcision. They say no, let's scrape this thing very well so that no flesh will remain. There is no flesh that ought to remain. If flesh remains, it will grow back. They say no. No, it's too much. It's pain in us. The pain is too much. The pain is too much. We can't bear it. We cannot bear it. Let's go to where they are giving us ice cream. Let's go to where they will pet us and say, leave it like that, leave it like that, leave it like that. They told us about a young man who grew up and discovered that he wasn't circumcised. He called the mother and said, why am I like this? Why is this other people like this? The mother says, because it's painful. I don't want you to suffer pain. Say said, worker. He said to the mother, worker. Worker. Why are they doing not told us? And you don't want them to do it to me. It would have allow them to do it to me at that time let it be painful to me but let me not look different and odd if i come out i feel ashamed i can't stay with others freely unfortunately today many children of god have even discovered they are not well circumcised they are still happy even some knew they are not circumcised at all they are still happy they prefer being religious people than submitting themselves to be circumcised so that God can do something meaningful with their life. Something more serious and reasonable with their life. They prefer to stay in a place and just be joking. You can imagine Abraham. If at that point God said, Abraham, as for me, my covenant is standing with you, but you'll be circumcised. Abraham said, No, it will be difficult. Too. I'm 99 years old. Too. Do you know as of the time we are talking this thing, have they given birth to Isaac? Have they given birth to Isaac? What was the hope of Isaac coming? Do you know Is that circumcision? God was waiting for him. Will you let me circumcise you? If I finish, my promise will come. Why? I don't want a contamination again. The first one was contaminated. And that was why I said that one will go. I don't need that one. But this one, I don't need contamination. Submit yourself to be circumcised. It will be painful. It will be difficult. The bleeding will be so much that at times you say, Oh, she's gone. That's why the women don't like staying there. The one that get bed to the tide, if it's time for circumcision, she will go outside and stay. Many a times I've had them. They will start the window there and they cry. If they try grew up tomorrow, if he sees himself this other way, he will say you are wicked because you are pampering him you are petting him and that's how they pamper you can somebody say amen can somebody say hallelujah you are carried in a jeep is that circumcision flesh is dangerous flesh can be very dangerous flesh do you remember galatians galatians chapter 5 verse 19 it will tell you what the flesh does The flesh. What it does. And that's why God said to Abraham. This flesh must be dealt with. That's where Ishmael was produced from. That's why you could not resist your wife and say no. That is not the promise of God. Any man that is still living in the flesh. You can't resist anything. You can't resist it. You can't. How will you? You can't resist. You can't. You are still in the flesh now the works of the flesh are manifest which are this every adulterer in the whole world it is flesh that is producing it every adulterer that you know that is what he produces the flesh so the circumcision we are talking is not the one we are doing children it is a concession of your heart a proper circumcision that was why the lord jesus was not given birth by any flesh God made sure there is no contamination of flesh. No contamination of flesh. This flesh has dealt with us so much. It has crushed our life, our glorious possession in Christ. That's why everybody is pursuing useless things. Do you know why Jesus came here? He never looked at other the sins. Think about the kind of house that Jesus would have been living if he was living in the flesh. Just think about it. The work of the flesh. He said, "Now this is how you so all the fornicators, all those things, is flesh that is producing it. Fornication, the highest level, the small level, flesh, homosexual, lesbianism, uncleanness. That's why I say uncleanness. That's any form of what? uncleanness. It is flesh that produces all of them. Lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, valiance, emulations, wrath, strife. Seductions, heresies, envies, murder, drunkards, revilings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I've also said to you in time past, that they will do such things, shall never inherit it. And things like that. So the list is many. Anything called evil here on earth, they say it's the devil. It's not the devil, it's the flesh that is producing it. The one that produces all these things is flesh. That's why God called Abraham and said, circumcision will happen. And Abraham did not say, I am 99 years old. He meant business with God. He really want to walk with the Lord. He submitted himself at that age of 99 and said, Lord, I have no choice. How many Christians have got to this level and submitted themselves? how many christians have gone to this level they forgot the pains and say, lord i submit myself to you at this stage when it become painful they run away when it was time for them to stand for the lord for god to do something reasonable with their life they run away when it's time for god to do what every other man will look at and say ah this is glorious Look at it and say, This is glorious. They will run away, they will decamp. Abraham submitted himself, he was circumcised, he submitted all the male child. They were circumcised. He said, If you are not circumcised, you won't stay with me here. It can stunt the work that you are doing with God when you gather the uncircumcised and gather the circumcised and mix them together. There'll be a problem they will corrupt the circumcised the uncircumcised knows how to do so many wrong things are you not seeing the ishmaelites how they are living their life are you not seeing how they don't value the lives of men they drink blood they eat flesh they burn down houses they make people not to have rest are you not seeing them don't you see them and that is what god was telling abraham look at verse 24 of that scripture and abraham was 90 years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his four skin 99 years old he was circumcised in the flesh can you imagine throughout the night pains, throughout the second day pains the third day brings but there was hope for him as the pains was going, at the day was going, the pains was reducing. But there is joy in his heart. The joy that he cannot explain where he was coming from. He knew I have been freed from this trouble of my life. My work with God can be sweet now. Children of God, I don't know if you are here and you say you are part of discipleship or you are a disciple. Have you been circumcised well? I know some of us, you have submitted one time to be circumcised, but you didn't allow them to scrape it off well. When the pains come, you say, leave it like that. When the pains come, you say, leave it like that. I don't want the pains. Do you know today, many children of God, including the one that come, they accept ministers of the gospel, many of them still, their circumcision is not complete. The circumcision is still half. And the flesh started growing back again. That's why, before you know, a child of God who gave his life to Christ five years back, he backslide again. Before you know, you started seeing the futures you weren't seeing in him when he gave his life to Christ the first time. The future started returning back again. The people that knew the person before will say, But he doesn't used to behave like this when we are in this church, when we are here. They say, now, she has gone her wire. What do you think that was happening? They didn't circumcise him or her well. The flesh is beginning to grow back again. Covering her life or his life. The flesh is covering again. Because of pains. Of all the mockery. Like we saw Sarah. The mockery that she was passing through. The pains. What people will say. How they will feel about them. I want to say to us today have you been circumcised when did you got circumcised did they circumcise you well we shouldn't live on assumption we should be able to know when we were circumcised are we sure that the whole skin went off are we sure there's no pity that god scraped it off well we submitted to him and said lord it is painful, but scrape it off well. We want to be neat. We don't want any contamination of this flesh. We know how deadly it can be. Our work with you will not make any sense. We will only be struggling. Were you circumcised well? Have you been circumcised self at all? Or do you just prefer sitting down in God's presence? Tomorrow is church again. Do you prefer to just go and sit down? why god is saying get yourself circumcised well if you still flesh submit let me cut it off well stop joking so that i can do something glorious with your life listen there is something wonderful that god wants to do with a child of god there's no child of god god wants him to just end up a pauper, begging and begging and begging it's a lie he can tell you emphatically it's a lie but the problem is this. The problem is this. And unfortunately, if you now bring it to them, they will tell you, No, just bless us on top of an uncircumcised flesh. They say, Bless us like that. Just bless us. Let's carry it like that and be they good. They say, No, it's not good for you. They say, Just bless us in the name of Jesus. Those wounds like them that we are not circumcised, us climb the pulpit and start calling blessings. Is it not God that will bless? in your heart can you say i have been circumcised can you say today god is not afraid of me anymore can you say today if god look at me he knows there's nothing he can commit into my hand he'll be afraid of can you say god can't lose me to anything he can't lose me to anybody he can't lose me to the world he can't lose me he cannot lose me i am sure of that can you say, I have been circumcised? I finished by showing you Genesis 22, 2 to 5, 16 to 18. Genesis 22. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son. Now, after the circumcision, that one has finished. Hallelujah. God now gave him Isaac. Immediately after the circumcision, God brought his promise to come. I tell you the truth. Everything you have seen in this scripture is hand label. Only that we should stop playing. We should mean business. Genesis seventeen. That's where business started. That is when business started with God. Do you want to be those ones that are just mediocres, joking, joking, and playing, or do you want to that proper business with God by first submitting for circumcision? As soon as that finish, the child of promise came. And God still look at that type of promise and say, no. Let us make sure that this flesh has gone completely. Ah, this flesh I'm suspecting. T- I could hear God say, it. I'm still suspecting the flesh in this child. Let's know what he will do. Now, Abraham, take this child. This only child. Who gave him the child? Where did the child come from? From God. God gave him the child? The child came from God. God wanted to know whether this man has understood what he's saying. At that point, God then returned. Now let's know whether Abraham has understood what we are saying. The child came from me. And I gave it to him. Now let me tell him to carry the child and sacrifice. Let me know whether he has now removed his hide from the child. And focus it on me. As his greatest possession. Genesis 22, 2-5. And he said, Take now thy son. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. Five, and Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the axe, and I and the Lord will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. Hallelujah. And I and the Lord will go yonder and come again to you. Please, what did you understand? For him, he has concluded the to sacrifice Isaac. For Abraham, he wasn't waiting for anybody to suggest to him what to do. No. No, Sarah. Sarah can't come between now. The man has been circumcised. He has made business with God. No talking anymore. He carried the stone. He was going there. He saw the place from afar. He got to the place. This young man that want to come and start crying for me. You can imagine if he had allowed the young man to go with him. And they see him tying the boy. As he lived, they will say, We don't know this. Our master has been a murderer. Is that what he want to do? He want to kill the child. If it's now, who would they call for him? If he says they will call for him and arrest him. We don't know this. Our master has been a, a murderer. They will say it's a ritual. Ritual. He wants to make money. Hallelujah. But he was obeying God. So he didn't count all that risk. But do you know where it all started? After he had been circumcised do you think he can do that when he wasn't circumcised it's not possible after he had been circumcised so when he got to the place look at what the bible said in verses 16 to 18 i swore say the lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thy only son that in blessing i bless thee a multiplying and multiply thy seed are the stars of heaven and at the sun which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies Eighteen, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice now the son he didn't kill yet the promise has returned to him the son he did not kill Isaac, very much alive, the promise return. He says so. And today, who are you? Are you not the seed of Abraham? All over the world, everyone who has given his life to Christ is seed of Abraham. We are uncountable, we are too much, too big everywhere. Because it's the promise of God unto one man who have obeyed him. So God needed to circumcise him, him again and make sure that isaac has not taken his place that the heart and his eyes is not focused on who on god alone on god alone and that is the problem even when god give us things god didn't also expect us to run after those things he still want our eyes to focus on him he give us children he want us to remain circumcised our eyes is on him he gave us houses our eyes on him he gave us cars our eyes on him he gave us good office our eyes on him he gave us fame the fame behind us our eyes on him we are ever ready to take the fame to any mountain to slaughter it there ever ready to take anything to any mountain that god is pointing at slaughter it there When God says that that has happened in the life of a man, it is over. It is over. I tell you, it is over. So today, what is God saying to us? It's important that we understand this. If we can understand it, it makes all the difference. Are we saying, Amen? Let's begin to pray. We must not joke. We must not play religion. We must mean business with God. We can't just maintain it, maintain it that we are coming to fellowship, but yet, we have not really caught the real thing. Pray again today and say, Lord, I want to settle for the real thing now. I don't want to be gambling up and down, Lord. I want to settle for the real thing. Lord, I have determined to settle for the real thing today. Help me, Jesus. Thank God our father Abraham can see how he ended. It ended so wonderfully well. The promise of God still came through in his life. Can we please return to him and say, Lord, we mean business. We can see the first time that it's just like they didn't understand what God was saying. So because of that, they never made business with him. But this time they understood, Abraham at 99 years old, he didn't consider the pains of circumcision. But he surrendered himself and said let me be circumcised he did not spare everyone under his roof as a male child he brought all of them out and said let them be circumcised so that all our lives can be useful so that any one of us can be useful even in what god wants to use our life to do we cannot be relaxed with a circumcision that is not complete the flesh has a way of growing back The flesh is tricky. The flesh has a way of growing fast and growing back. To cover up every area. You might have been born again for five years back. But the truth is that today, can you check your life and see that the flesh has covered back again? That what your life is producing looks as if you never knew Jesus before. You are almost the same with people who never knew Christ. In Christ, the work of the flesh ended. On that cross, on the cross on the cross that we who are even gentiles can still come to him and we live a life that is victorious lord you must help me today we cannot give any opportunity to the flesh it will rob us again it will keep producing smell in the ministry that we claim we are running for the lord it will keep producing ishmael upon ishmael in our characters this time around it might not be ishmael of a son but ishmael of a character that can assassinate even the isaac the child of promise lord we cry to you that your promise will come true in our own lives help us today lord that will settle for the real thing lord as we come to the end of this very segment of the teaching help us O oh lord that our life will never be the same forever. Our life shall never be the same, O Lord, as we look at the cross of Jesus where you pay the price for us. Lord, let no place be found again for the flesh and our lives. Help us, Lord.
0: I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our live transforming seminars for all in sports circle. At Suze 23 c C2C Plaza, Pockety Road, Enugu, to Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T-Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 90 Email. Saviour of Sports Ministry at gmail.com You are blessed.